Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Barks County Football Club. The Swords are now ground sharing for the 2020-21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Barks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com. Hello and welcome to the Football in Berkshire podcast with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hello. And Abby Tysers. Afternoon. Hello indeed. We are, we'll be discussing all of Berkshire's football news and stories going over the FA Cup, uh, extra preliminary round results and previewing the start of the National League South and Isthmian South Central seasons. Try saying that very quickly. South Central seasons. <laughs> but first of all, uh, Tom, how are you getting on this week? All good, all good. You? Yes, very good. Uh, you've been to a lot of football, but actually not very much in Berkshire at the moment, so I'm looking forward to putting that right this weekend. <laughs> I did go to Binfield at the weekend. They they look good. They, they're sh- they've got some injuries, though, mm. I will say. Abby, you were there as well, I remember. Yeah, thank you. Um, they've, they've got some injuries, which is, which is concerning going into, uh, going into Saturday against Basingstoke Town at home. Oh, a little uh, um, preview of our preview later on there, as you can tell. Uh, but Abby, how about yourself? Uh, you had a game at the weekend, I believe. Yes, I've been. I've been flying the Berkshire flag this weekend. Been here, <laughs> there, up and my everywhere. Slack. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I did Maidenhead versus Reading on Friday night. I'll be honest. I did a lot of sampling the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying um, the Devonshire sweet, were you? or is it the uh, stripes? um the stripes one um yeah, yeah. so and, and a little bit post-match as well <laughs> um no but it was yeah it was a good game um it was a, a one-all draw and a bit of a freak goal actually so yeah no that was a that was a nice visit to york road um saturday i did indeed see tom at binfield that was also a very good game um i don't think they should be too concerned about injuries they've made some good signings as yeah we'll yeah talk yeah about um sunday i played my own game i mean maybe the less we say about that the better we did we, we got thumped six nil so. yeah it's a nice place to play apparently was it no yeah absolutely Ab rangers recommend it go there it's a lovely little ground um and then and then last night i ventured all the way over to arbor park and watched slough play um arsenal 11 like the kids basically very good well weekend roundup for you there exactly you've been uh ticking off all the grounds flying the Told you, Tour de Berkshire's happening this season. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll join you on that from this weekend. Uh, Yeah, more on that later. I always enjoy heading over to uh, Abbey Town uh, to go and watch Abbey Rangers. It's great going over there, seeing the sights of Abbey. I will tell you what is very confusing though. Obviously, they just they just call each other Abby, don't they? As a reference, so I was constantly <laughs> looking like, yeah, what? like they're like Abby, push up. I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, you're not talking to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you wander up from well, left back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I've uh, never been there, so as I said on the chat, maybe an opportunity for an FIB away day later in the season. Mm, definitely. But we did have some uh, football, actual competitive football being played. Uh, perhaps most notably in the FA Cup extra preliminary round uh, where we had uh, six fixtures involving Berkshire sides kicking off on Friday night with Ascot's win over Hollyport, a 3-0 win in an all-Berkshire tie. 
Uh, neither of you, though I uh, will choose one of you arbitrarily. Uh, Tom, have you had a look into this? Uh, yes. uh, what do you make of the first uh, competitive outing for both of these sides this season? Um, I, well, I think it, I think the game went as expected. Um, Asker, you had Laughlin scoring, George Locke popping up with a goal. Um, and I don't think Hollyport will be too disheartened going away from that. I think they knew what to expect. Derek Sweetman knows the Asker set up. Uh, Derek, the Hollyport manager. I don't think they'll be too uh, they'll be too too distraught by that. Obviously, it's always nice to to go on in the in the FA Cup. But they do have a slightly unwanted record. They are almost, I think, the team that have lost the most times in the extra preliminary round. Um, I forget what the actual fact was. It was from FA Cup Fact File. And, yeah, I think uh, it's that... the, the team that have uh, lost the most the before winning uh, a game in the extra preliminary round. It was just consistency, wasn't it? Something to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so, it was yeah. It went as expected, I think. And but you know, Hollyport will 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 go on from there, and and as will Ascot. So um, I can't remember off the top of my head now who Ascot have got in the next round. I did have it up earlier. I have it here. It is oh. Risper Rangers. Uh, Risper Rangers be, beat be one Lidney one nil after playing sixty five minutes with uh, uh, ten men. Uh, and if you haven't seen their 77th minute winner, uh, go onto their Twitter feed and watch it because it's a cracking overhead kick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, one to look out for there. Uh, elsewhere, well, there was mixed results for the Berkshire side. I'll start with the positive. Uh, Reading City uh, got past Hallen 3 um, 1. Uh, Abby, have you uh, any comments on uh, how Reading City have started their season? I, I think I backed Hallam for that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm coming on to the predictions in a minute, uh, don't right. worry. Sorry, I've ruined that bit for you. Uh, I don't know, they just seem to be having a decent one, don't they? Although I think they, Mitch, was it Mitchell Parks got a red card in the 92nd minute last that night? That was last night, yes. Yeah, so I don't know, they just, yeah, they're doing all right, aren't they? Not doing too badly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, win in the first game of the season and then backing it up with a um, uh, win in the cup. But obviously, as we... Uh, the Abbey has alluded to they lost to Windsor last night in the uh, Premier League, but we'll come on to that in a moment. Uh, Tom, you look poised to say, uh, cut in and say something there. Oh no, I was just thinking. I uh, know, just Reading City won that as I as I kind of expected they would. Yeah. Um, they they did they did very well. They did the job. So mm-hmm. without That's their manager it. for the evening as well. Yeah, so, on holiday or something. Who goes away? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if we go through all the results, uh, uh, Easington Sports drew 1-1 with Wokingham at the weekend. They went to a replay last night that finished 0-0 and Easington Sports progressed on penalties. Uh, Tedley Caliva were knocked out by uh, Baffin's Milton Rovers. I have written it down properly this time, <laughs> so I could get that out properly. Uh, Virginia Water drew 1-1 with Athletic Newham. That replay is tonight as we're recording, so we don't know the result of that so one yet. Wednesday night. Wednesday night as we're recording. Yep. And on Sunday, uh, Windsor had a good old two and fro with Tuffley Rovers, uh, drawn away, but playing at Stag Meadow, eventually coming out on the wrong side of a 3-2 scoreline. So uh, as far as our predictions go, uh, well, there's one result still to come in, but Tom and I got three correct out of the six or out of the five so far one to come and Abby unfortunately just out on one there but uh, Tom and I also have the same team for uh, the Virginia Water so it doesn't look like we're going to be separated on that one uh, as I mentioned Risborough Rangers will be playing, uh, Ascot will be at Risborough Rangers in the next round uh, 
Binfield will be away at Harefield United. They got past Chipping Sodbury. Uh, Bracknell Town now at home to Bashley of the Wessex Premier Division. Uh, Reading City travelled to Broadfield United, um, who are in the Spartan South Midland Premier Division. Uh, Thatcham Town travelled to Tabor United. We already knew that one. And Virginia Water, if they get past Athletic Newham, will travel to Hanwell Town. Uh, all fixtures to be played on the weekend of the 21st, I believe. Yeah, 10 days from now. Nice. Okay, gone through that one. So, uh, any more comments on the FA Cup before I push on to the combined counties? Uh, not the men's, no. No, okay. Well, uh, another allusion to uh, something we'll be talking about later on. But um, in the combined counties division one at the weekend, we had a very good start for the Berkshire sides in the division. Um, the all starting the day, uh, uh, well, all finishing the day, uh, sorry, undefeated. Uh, Woodley won one nil against Bedford and Feltham. Charvy Sports beat Hilltop one nil. Eversley and California beat London Samurai Rovers 3 0. Uh, Lagley drew away at Hillingdon Borough. Sandhurst won 2 0 uh, at home to Enfield Borough. And Wallingford came out 4 2 up against Raiders Lane. That was at Wallingford. Good start to the, uh, for the Berkshire sides. Any uh, in particular you want to highlight on that one, uh, Abby? Um, 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 what's the Eversley score again? Remind me. The I'm Eversley. distracted by Tom there. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Eversley beat London Samurai Rovers 3 0. <laughs> that was uh, what distracted me as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good um, start for them. <laughs> yeah, sounds decent. Are they newly promoted? No, they were no. in the combined counties. Oh, I promise I do listen last to season. you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So London Samurai Rovers are a new team for the division. They've been uh, newly promoted, I believe. So, oh, okay, well, I mean, good on Eversley then, really, if they're kind of starting the the division off and, and yeah, the season really, yeah. Well done to Eversley, I guess. No, yeah, they've uh, the Berkshire sides had a good uh, set of results. Uh, less, well, a bit more mixed in midweek. Uh, uh, the probably the hot standout game was the uh, Eversley versus Wallingford game. Both sides winning their first game, and Eversley coming out on top. Uh, sorry, Wallingford coming out on top there two one after a uh, Eversley took the lead in that one. So uh, three yeah. two, three two is it? Sorry, I think so yes. Okay, That's shown me up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, three two it was good, and uh, coming out on top. Uh, Eversley took the lead though uh, in that one anyway so Wallingford are the early pace setters in the combined counties league division one and yeah one of your tips for at the start of the season there Tom as predicted by yours truly from having only seen them once yeah yeah they they're scoring a lot of goals as well so you know yes I think it's like you say seven in their first two games it's always uh, a positive if you're looking for a, a team to get behind um, I do. I think uh, I do have one point to make on Division One, and it's Aldermaston have had two games in a row called off um, due yes. to COVID. We believe. Yes. Um, I think this is more than making up from the time a couple of years ago in the Hellenic League, when I think they'd been made to play something like seven games in about ten days prior to anybody else actually really getting started. So I feel like this is actually you know a nice the due a break. So um, obviously mm. they'll now end up having to play a ridiculous amount of games in a ridiculous amount of time. But there we go. Yeah. Well, both Aldermaston and Barks County had their uh, games 
called off on Saturday uh, due to COVID. Again, uh, by the end of, at the end of this week, if you're double dosed, uh, you won't be forced to isolate anymore uh, after uh, if you contract or if you come in contact with someone with COVID. So they are hopeful that there are going to be fewer uh, cancellations due to COVID going forward. Just on that one, Barks County played a friendly that day. I think they beat Kintbury Rangers 8-0. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Kintbury Rangers were uh, good when I saw them against, <laughs> uh, I think it was Hungerford Swifts not so long ago. So, uh, yeah. They lost 1-0 to Bur- Burfield last night, so. Well, there you go. Uh, positive signs for Barks County, I guess. Uh, also, uh, last night, uh, Tuesday night this is, we had... Uh, some fixtures in the combined uh, counties Premier Division North um, was due to be a first full set of fixtures, but obviously some teams evolved in uh, FA Cup replays. Uh, the standout tie for us in Berkshire, Windsor versus Reading City at Stag Meadow, ending 4-3 to Windsor. Um, two sides that we sort of picked up at the start of the season. Like we said, Reading uh, had a good start. Two two wins in their first two competitive games. Obviously, wins are getting the better of them last night. But uh, what a match, eh, Abby? <laughs> yeah, sounds it. Sounds like it had a little bit of everything in it. So, um, fair play to Windsor. <laughs> yeah, they seem to have added a little bit of attacking threat, which perhaps was something that was lacking from them last season. Uh, I know you've commented on that in uh, more than one pod in the past, Tom. Yeah, I, just just on the purely on the basis of Saturday's results, well, Saturday and Sunday's results, I, I must admit, I thought that was probably a shoe in for Reading City last night. So for Windsor to come away from that, they've 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 picked up. And apologies, he might have been there for a little while. I, it's not a name I've heard of, but they've picked up a chap called Lin, Lindell Stewart, who hit a hat trick in the first half last night. And um, you know, if you're gonna, it's not often you're gonna be on the end of a defeat if you've hit a hat trick. So. Yeah, I mean, just well placed. He didn't play on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, um, and 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 so that's yeah. He, he just and, and obviously, as Abby said earlier, Mitchell Park was sent off in in second half injury time for Reading City. So that I must admit, I thought that was a slightly surprising result, but that's based on on the weekend's action, and and I and I didn't know about Mr. Stewart coming in and and. <laughs> you know, hitting the ground running as he as he appears. Also, quick shout out to Windsor for I think being the only Berkshire side with numbers on their shorts, which is massively helpful when you're trying to identify a player from a picture. <laughs> Very good. So always uh, happy to give credit to a Berkshire club wherever <laughs> we can for whatever reason. So yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, a good start for Windsor again, a team that I thought might do well in this division. Uh, but there's a lot of them, you know, a lot of teams have come over from the combined counties, uh, Premier Division and look strong. Windsor, I thought, looked like they were progressing, but, you know, they finished mid-table, so wasn't sure what uh, progression meant. Early days, but it's looking all right for Windsor, despite getting knocked out of the cup at the weekend. Uh, any more on the combined counties before we uh, push on? Yeah, you just had Hollyport as well. We're beaten by Egham Town. Again, I yes. don't know what to make of Egham Town. Um, they always seem to be just on the verge of crisis, Egham Town. I, I don't you know. They've and not necessarily always of their own making either. You had the, the unfortunate, I say not unfortunate, you had the, the fire at the ground in the summer 
um, and, and various other things. But they've, they've been a club that have been up and down uh, between step three and four and five in recent years. So never quite know what to expect. Um, but yeah, they won 4-1 at Hollyport last night. Although reports are that the pork, uh, the pulled pork burgers at Hollyport are rather special. So uh, Very good. let's get down there sooner rather than later. I think that's a uh, article we need to write for Football in Berkshire. The yes. Best, uh, best match snacks, as it were. Uh, pulled pork there. I know Wallingford are always big up their sausage roll. And uh, there's also the mole burger down at Binfield. So three off the top of my head there. I'm sure there are many more to sample. Right. We're going to push on now because the National League South is kicking off this weekend. Um, two Berkshire sides involved, Hungerford Town and Slough Town. Uh, we've taken a little bit of a look into uh, both of those teams. Uh, Tom, you're going to talk us through a little bit of what to expect on uh, Hungerford Town uh, for next season. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I think it's one of those ones where you you would wonder whether the second season syndrome, if that is a thing at this sort of level, would would kick in. They obviously had a superb uh 20 20 21 for as long as that season in the national league south went on obviously it was um it was curtailed they finished well if they finished the unfinished season just outside the playoff places which was absolutely phenomenal given the season prior they were dead and buried um they were bottom of the league not for the want of trying it, it I, I hasten to add but um yeah they they've gone and danny robinson came in last summer um bit of an overhaul crucially he had a, he's got a striker in Ryan Seeger who he's managed to keep hold of yep. uh, this this coming season and he seems to have, have got him firing and I, again he's not a name that I was familiar with prior to him joining Hungerford but um, they've had a couple of they had James Constable in recent years uh, they had Liam Ferdinand who we all know over this way um, but but Ryan Seeger seems to be the one who's who's hit the hit the ground running. They've also signed a lad called Ryan Tavares, uh, who played against them for Swindon Town uh, as a trialist. So they've oh. snapped him up. Um, again, he's another one I don't know much about. But they crucially, they've got the majority of the side back from last season. So I think it, it's more a sort of I know there's been a big break, but I suspect that they will just try and kick on where they left off I, I don't really I don't really see them struggling at the, at the wrong end of the table I think they will go into the season whilst teams will know a little bit about them I don't think there was enough mm-hmm. uh, I, I would I'd expect a, a decent run at it from Hungerford I mean to be honest if you're a Hungerford supporter and going from the time we we chatted with Pat Chambers Rob I think they would be quite happy with um just above the relegation places if it meant the kind of the continuation of the club now of course Danny will want more than more than that um he will be pushing on for higher um but hey we, we it's went to the, the crucial thing is they've got a striker mm-hmm. they've got a yeah. striker who's scoring goals they've lost uh, they've lost Craig Fazen made yeah uh, to Wilston but um yeah they've, they've kept Seager and I think that's probably the crucial the crucial side. Yeah, absolutely. He's certainly their one to watch. I mean, uh, I saw them in pre-season um, against uh, Brimscombe and Thrupp, I think I mentioned a couple of yes. weeks ago. Uh, they won 5-0, fairly comfortable. Certainly in the second half, very comfortable. But Seager really doesn't need too many opportunities before he's uh, fighting the net. So having a striker like that is a real, real bonus. Um, Hungerford, some, actually... Oh, sorry, sorry, Rob, sorry, I was going to say, they've had some good results in pre-season as yes, well. Yes, they have, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
they they beat Swindon Town, beat Swindon Supermarine, Digcut Town, um, and a couple of others. They due to play Reading under 23s, but that game was cancelled. They've actually still got one more friendly to play this oh, weekend against Wellstone because um, as this odd, <coughs> excuse me, as there's odd number of teams in the division, one team has to miss out on oh. the opening day of fixtures, and that is uh, Ungerford. Also, they have odd number of teams in the national league, so. <laughs> the team that's missing out, Weldstone, they're playing each other. So, oh, fantastic. Uh, they're playing at Weldstone this weekend and actually kick off the season proper away at Welling United the weekend after before a bank holiday visit of Tombridge and of going away to Dorking Wanderers on the bank holiday Monday. So good luck for Hungerford. I think, like you say, a top half of the table finish may well be um, on the cards there for them. I've, I've got a little bit of faith in them and I'm going to stick my neck up and say that's where they're going to finish. Abby, you were looking into Slough, the other uh, Berkshire side of the division. You even saw them last night. Uh, how did you get on? Yeah, really good. They, I mean, it's a bit difficult really, isn't it? Because they were playing against kind of under 21s, under 18. Yeah. So, um, but they looked like a serious outfit very impressive actually I think they kind of outsmarted Arsenal in kind of every sense that even I mean they're, they're they're kids aren't they so they're pacey so but even that they gave them a good run for their money so yeah they look decent this is obviously their fourth season now in National League South isn't it so mm-hmm. um the only way is up it seems to be for them sort of so I think they finished yeah. 11th in the first season then fifth in the season after that and then obviously we've had the oddness of the last season so and yeah. they played the fewest number of um fixtures of all the all the sides they only played 12 fix, um, fixtures um okay. and so kind of bottom of the tables for them but um yeah they, they look very decent um they've obviously lost dan roberts to dartford haven't they so that's kind of a big blow for them but actually um tom derry <clears throat> scored their two goals to kind of secure the win for them last night and he looked very convincing he's come from Tunbridge Angels and um yeah he's he looked really 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 decent very he's a he's kind of he sort of sits back slightly actually but um he's that kind of final link to the rest of the rest of the um kind of forward forward players but actually no he was in and amongst the action last night I got his second goal on film actually if you want to cop over to the <laughs> um thread that I did last night um, he scored their playoff winner as well, Tom British Angels. So yeah, he he looks very clinical indeed. Um, other players to think about. Did you? Is, sorry. Did you see Aaron? Did Aaron Cool play last night? Oh, he did indeed. And do you know what? Rate him purely because the last kick of the game, he like chested it down and just like oofed it from forty-five yards. And I thought. <laughs> Fair enough. Nothing <laughs> happened, but if it had gone in, it would have been cracking. Is oosht uh, a technical term? Is yes, it, it is. Uh, <laughs> he, he see, I've seen them play a couple of times in preseason. He seems to add a little bit of energy and uh, keep the ball moving quite a lot in midfield uh, there. So that Reading flair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he was very good as well. Um, other players to kind of note is Joe Laurel. I think it is. He's kind of been here, there, and everywhere. But he came from their Academy Twenty Three setup last season, and he was he was just a nuisance last night. He was just everywhere you could think of. He was there and kind of he essentially ran the right wing like nobody could get really get near him. So. Um, and he made some really, really decent kind of um, balls into the box that just, I, I don't know, maybe his, his pace was clearly just a little bit too much for everyone else because there's no one there to get on the end of it. But if someone had, then they would, could have definitely scored a couple more goals. Mm-hmm. The other person to <clears throat> of note is Freddie Grant as well. So he's 
started at Oxford United and he's kind of also been here, there and everywhere. And then he was most recently at Maidenhead and then picked up an injury. I think he might have done his ACL or something, but yeah, no, he looked really decent last night. He had a strike on goal as well and he's a kind of left-footed centre-back really. So yeah, Mm. they looked very smart. So I don't see why they wouldn't be aiming for kind of top spots this season at all. They looked really decent. Very good. So you think the top half of the table pushing for... uh... The playoffs to the, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely i don't see why not well okay that's uh, uh, the only problem i see with for well the only problem one of the issues i see for hungerford and slough is i think that's going to be a tough division this year i think mm. there's a lot of good clubs uh dartford maidstone dorking ebbsfleet all look really good on paper and there's you know st albans and haven't as well uh just off the top of my head there i think you know there's there's going to be some competition towards the top end of that season, uh, that table. But if Slough and Hungerford are progressing, and it sounds like both of them are, certainly on the evidence of pre-season, then hopefully we could look at perhaps top half table finishes for both of them and maybe even pushing towards the playoffs as well. Lovely job. Well, next week we'll be talking about our Maidenhead starts the season. They are uh, starting the, the weekend afterwards away at Halifax uh, but uh, so look out for that but the other league that's starting this season is the Isthmian League South Central Division or the other league with Berkshire interest anyway we have three teams in the division Binfield, Thatcher and Bracknell and as you went last last time Abby I'll give you the chance to talk about uh, Binfield who you've been looking into this season they start their season at home to Basingstoke on Saturday uh, you've seen them a lot recently, haven't you? <laughs> yes. You you think I'm some kind of Binfield super fan, which I'm, do you know what? I'm not even going to be mad about. I'll, <laughs> I'll put my cards on the table and say, yeah, love, love are, a bit of Binfield. There are worse clubs to be super fans of. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, well, so they're newly promoted, aren't they? So mm. kind of they've been hanging around the Hellenic for a while and they finally jumped up to the Isthmian League. So, yeah, I think kind of they're just on a real trajectory, really, aren't they? Kind of with their... I mean, despite the defeat, getting to the FA Vars finals, not too shabby, is it, really? <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, and it's exciting that we've got so many kind of local derbies as well, kind of Binfield versus mm. Bracknell will be exciting. That's the second week, I think. Anyway, the 30th of August. Yeah, like Bank Holiday weekend. The Bank Holiday Monday, uh, they're playing at, at Binfield. Yeah, so absolutely. that'll be a bumper crowd, hopefully. <clears throat> yeah, fingers crossed. So they came second in the division last year, obviously, so that's how they've ended up promoted. But... There is a lot, well, Tom mentioned before about injuries. So, yeah, there is a few people kind of, um, is it George Short? George Short, yes. Yeah, so George is out. So is Asa Povey, um, yeah, Asa Povey's out as well. Uh, Elliot Legg as well. But I think they're all kind of getting back into training and kind of, yeah. So I don't think it'll be too long before we see them back kind of in a side. But equally, they've made some really great signings as well. So um, I think there's, I think it's five actually. So there's Joe Gators come from Bracknell Town, um, Callum Bunting as well, who has scored I think four goals in th- two or three appearances now. Um, right. I missed his second goal actually a couple of weeks ago because Rob Chalice decided to say hello to me. So obviously I <laughs> hello and I missed the goal. Um, but yeah, no, he. Him and Sean Moore as a combo look quite scary together, if I'm honest, actually, because they're both they're both tall, aren't they? Kind of they've got that height advantage, mm. kind of they've got that presence on the pitch, and Sean is just such a link-up player that yeah, they're gonna be a little kind of frightening pair, I think. Um equally they've got Billy Montague from Windsor, um Leon Tack as well. He looked really great on yeah. Saturday in the game that we saw. 
Um, he's come from Flackwell Heath. And then there's also Kean Duncan from Burnham as well. I don't think I saw him play. I'm really sorry if I did see you play. He but was don't... there on Saturday. Okay. Sorry to show you up. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Kian. <laughs> I'll pay more attention next time. But yeah, they basically kind of bolstered the ranks. So whilst they've kind of got a few injury concerns equally, they've made some very solid signings. So yeah, I guess it's a bit difficult to predict really how their season's going to go because it's a new new like league, new division, isn't it? So, but yeah, I think they'll they'll give it a good go for sure. Mm. So pick out for me a player to watch uh, for an uninitiated Binfield uh, supporter going to watch them for the first time who would be your one to watch for Binfield I'm going to go for Liam Tack okay very good and uh, and an early season prediction on where Binfield are going to finish hmm. I'm going to go for a safe mid table <laughs> safe mid table I mean that would be very respectable for a team getting promoted I think there is a bit of a step up uh, into uh, step four football it's the ESPN central there so uh you know, I think a mid-table finish is achievable for a side like Binfield, but it would also be very, very respectable. And, <laughs> you know, if they could get that, then uh, good on them. Uh, this division in general, just before we move on to Tom's review on Thatcham, looks just a bit, uh, it looks fun to me. You know, there's a lot of uh, Berkshire side. Well, we've had Berkshire sides split up. We had another one added. And yeah, they've all come back together. And we've got a few other local derbies at places like Marlow and Basingstoke, uh, just over the border. Uh, and a few trips into uh, West London and also an overseas trip in the league, uh, should that all pad out. Uh, but yeah, it just looks like a good FUD league. And I think yeah, there's going to be a lot of local matches and it's going to be quite exciting to follow this season uh so with that one of the other teams in the league is thatcham and tom has been given uh, a little overview on that yes um i think crucially for thatcham and they they didn't they, i think they only played five league games in the they were in the southern league last season same level in the southern league and um, they only played five games and they um and they did struggle I think initially, um, but we never got to really see where they would, um, we never really got to see where, where they would end up, how good they could be or anything like that, really. They've, again, they've had some, they look like they've had some good pre-season results. Um, they beat North Lee 2-0 most recently, and I think North Lee are the same level or above, yeah. I, I'm not sure entirely. Or step four as well. Um, they beat Burnham. Well, what they six uh, nil and um, they got a, they got they've had draws against Beaconsfield and Hartley Whitney, which um, not to be sniffed at particularly. Um, crucially, a little bit like Hungerford, they've got a striker. Yeah. Um, they have re-signed their FA Vars hero Shane Cooper Clark. Um, they've also got a goalkeeper. Um, they've re-signed their FA Vars hero Chris Rackley. Um, both have been away from the club for I think maybe two seasons. Um, but in, in those two, Jamie Leacock has got uh, a player at both ends of the pitch who who know exactly what they're doing. One who knows where the goal is and the other one who thankfully knows where the goal is. So, yeah, um, I, I to be per- perfectly honest, I know very little about the other players I've seen them sign. Um it's a very different squad to the one that I that I last watched under Danny Robinson. Um, and as I say, there were only five games last season. So you'll have to forgive me uh, for, for not being entirely up on, on the players they've got. So I didn't really want to go through uh, talking about a, a, a few players. But 
that I didn't really know about. I think off the pitch, there's been a few changes. Dave Mellon has stepped down as chairman. Um, I don't think they've appointed anybody else yet. Um, so there are things going on there. Um, they do have a rather fine new shirt, though, which has got supporters' names printed on it, which is great. Um, so getting one of those uh, will be well worth doing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if Shane Cooper-Clark is fit uh, and injury-free because he, so I think he was last at Bracknell and he he was in he was injured. Um, he he spent a fair bit of time on the sidelines. He was he was injured and and he never quite got back. Uh, just and Sam Locke was the manager. He he was dismissed and Shane. I, I, for whatever, whatever you know, I don't know. For whatever reason, um, Shane wasn't then part of part of plans. If he's back and fit, then um, you know I think he scored 60, 60 odd goals the last time he played for Thatcham. So, and that was in the, that was in the Southern League Division One, so the same level. So, you know, if he if he's if he's fit, he will score goals for them. He's a, he's an all round player. Um, he can do the link up. He can do the rest of it. So. Um, you know, if you're going to ask me who to look out for, it'll be him. Uh, not and not just purely on the fact that I don't know too much about the other players, but when you've got a player like him in the side, mm. you should, as, as, as I say, as long as he's fit, he will do well. Uh, where do you think Thatcham can look to come? Oh, this goodness season? only knows. Um, I, I don't know. Just just for, from purely, you know, it's been a rebuilding process for them. Um, I would suspect a little bit like Binfield, a mid-table finish would be would be perfectly be perfectly reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, if Shane is score fit and scoring goals, then then the sky is the limit for them. You you know, we all know you only need one person. You only need one goal. Uh, and if if it's in a tight game, you'd always fancy him to score a goal. And I, you know, as I say again, you know, if it's a tie game, you would fancy him to nick one. Mm-hmm. And that could be crucial for them. Well, Thatcham start their campaign at home to Northwood at the weekend. Uh, I think we mentioned that uh, Binfield are starting at home to Basingstoke uh, before the FA Cup fixtures. Uh, and Thatcham actually played Basingstoke at home on the bank holiday Monday. Um, in a couple of weeks' time. So a few local derbies to look forward to there. Uh, And the final team in the division uh, is Bracknell Town. Now, Bracknell Town, uh, probably the most well-established side at the division. They came up the same uh, time as Thatcham, uh, but have been slightly unlucky, perhaps, some would say, to still be at step four. First season in the division, they uh, got to the playoff finals and were defeated by... Uh, who was it actually? It was Hayes Chessons. that went up. Yeah, Chessence, that's right, in the final. Um, the season after that, there was the first one that was curtailed. They were looking strong to make a strong uh, attempt at the playoffs at least. Uh, their last season, uh, not too much you could read into it because there were only a, a few games played, but they were very much uh, one of the top contenders, having beaten a couple of strong sides already uh, by the time this season was ended. Uh, this summer, they've had a few eye-catching sightings, probably most notably um, Dave Tarpey, who used to play at uh, Maidenhead and was, in fact, uh, scored over 40 goals in the league uh, the season that Maidenhead came out of the National League South. Um, an incredible return. And if he can hit anything like that sort of form uh, for Brecknell, they will have a, a, a huge asset on their hands. Um, 
when I uh, a few weeks ago when the preseason started, I was thinking that Bracknell would be strong favourites uh, for promotion this year. Some of the results over the last couple of weeks, uh, yes, it's only preseason, have maybe tampered my expectation a little bit. I'd probably still put them as one of the favourites to go up, and I fully expect them to be competing for those um, promotion places. But it's slightly, some of the results have been slightly less than uh, brilliant, although some earlier in the season, uh, in preseason, were very good as well. Um, uh, they're moving, of course, to Bottom Meadow uh, in Sandhurst. Uh, so they've got a new facility there, which looks pretty good. Neil uh, Graham, uh, photographer for uh, all the clubs around the area, uh, uh, had a little sneak preview when he was doing their headshots there and uh, got to go to uh, a behind closed doors friendly um, at the weekend. And it looks a pretty, it uh, looks like they've done a very good job there and uh, have a very, very nice facility. They start away at Hanwell Town. This might be. Uh, a Berkshire team that I'm going to go and see at the weekend. And if you had to pick, uh, ask me to pick a player to look out for, I think it would probably be very easy to choose Tarpy, but I think I am going to pick Seb Bowerman, who uh, came through at Binfield and has been, uh, over the last season in particular, was clearly one of Bracknell's standout players, so much so that I think he, even when he was carrying an injury, they were trying to get at least 45 minutes out of him every game because... He's lightning fast, uh, wide forward uh, that really scares defences. So like I say, they have him and Tarpy playing at the same side and both of them can hit the, you know, somewhere near their top form. I think they'll be very, very close to top spot, if not there. Uh, any thoughts, Tom? I know Bobby Wilkinson rates Hanwell very highly and sees ah. Saturday's game as uh, a good indicator of where both teams are going to be. Of course. And... Uh, You've spoken to him recently, correct? Spoke to him on Monday, yes. Exactly. Uh, any um, thoughts on him from how his preseason has gone? Um, he's he's confident. Um, he is quite. He he likes people talking about Bracknell because it, to him um, means they they they're doing things right. They're 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 doing things. They're doing what they need to do on the pitch. So um, yeah, he you know he's confident, but. Uh, you know he's he's just he just wants to get on with the season. So um, he had a, sure. he did have a he he's got a, a lot of uh, thoughts on the scheduling coming up and, hmm. and particularly why the league hasn't started yet. Yeah, which you know I can't say I I, I disagreed with. Um, it does seem a bit strange that that having all that time we've got several leagues who have started um, and and perhaps why the Eastman League hasn't started I I don't know but yeah. Um, there we are. So yeah, I've, I haven't written those up yet, but I've got some notes. Uh, and Dave Wright has spoken to him as well. There's likely going to be two Bobby Wilkinson pieces up by this end of this week. Very good. So uh, look out for them on football in Berkshire. Um, but yeah, as you've all given a prediction, I am going to stick my neck out and say I think Brecknell will be promoted this season. Uh, they might not have it all their own way, but. Um, uh, I think they are certainly one of the strongest sides of the division and uh, will finish very high up the leagues, if not top. It does look strong, as you said. It looks uh, it looks a very strong yeah. division. Um, yeah. One thing I will say is a couple of the clubs that were competing with uh, Bracknell last year to go up have been moved sideways to other divisions. Where, for example, have uh, gone over to... Uh, 
another uh, another league. I can't remember which one off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, it there are a couple that have been removed, and I think yeah, Bracknell would probably be looking at the others, and there's certainly some competition there, but I don't think there'll be anything there's they're afraid of too much. Good stuff. Well, uh, there's our predictions uh, towards the uh, National League South and the Isthmian South Central. Um, Abby, we've got uh, some FA Cup news, women's FA Cup news, sorry. Uh, well, at least we've got some uh, contenders in the competition. Yes, we do indeed. So finally, I mean, they just, as per usual, just just chucked it out there just on a random, I think they did it on Friday at like 2pm with no warning whatsoever. But yeah, so <clears throat> uh, Women's FA Cup will kick off on the 12th of September. We've got eight teams competing from Berkshire this year. So we've got Ascot, who are kind of seasoned FA Cup um, contenders. And then um, a debut for Caversham United women, uh, Eversley in California, Maidenhead, Reading, Tilehurst, Wokingham and Embrook and Woodley. So eight teams all together. There's also 418 teams competing across the, the whole competition, which is um, the most ever, actually. Um, and, you know, just as such as the quirks of women's football, prelims don't matter anymore they're just bidding those off and we're starting straight from first round qualifying um so yeah as i said 12th of september that is and we will hopefully have a draw on friday so i will be able to tell Ooh. you about who is playing who um on next week's episode fantastic something to look forward to and one of those teams that you mentioned there is starting their season this weekend maidenhead united uh women Yes, they are indeed. So they compete in Division One Southwest of the National League, and they are away for the entirety of August. In fact, actually, but they kick off their campaign against Portishead, who are newly promoted from the Southwest region. Um, so yeah, that should be an interesting one for Maidenhead. Um, they again had their season curtailed last year, so um, I think they managed. F- three fixtures maybe five fixtures in total so yeah it's difficult to really say what what's going to kind of happen for them this season but yeah fingers crossed um i think then they're after that it's uh away to southampton maybe um and then chesham i think it is so yeah all away fixtures um but yeah good luck to them basically absolutely and lots of good football to look forward to um across berkshire and beyond um so uh that's covered everything I have on the running order. Do we have any other business, Tom or Abby? Uh, just a couple of fixtures. Still friendly season because we've still got two, three weeks before uh, Thames Valley kicks off. Absolutely. The region. So Caversham United play Hollyport this weekend and then Woking play Ascot. I think it is. I don't think there's anybody else playing any fixtures. If anybody would like to let me know of some fixtures that are happening, that would be good. But, you know, as far as I know, that's it. <laughs> Anything you've got to add before we uh, say goodbye, Tom? Uh, no. No? <laughs> no, I've said, I've said the thing about Windsor having numbers on the shorts, haven't I? Yes, you have. Yeah, fine. Good. No, I'm very happy with that. Um, yeah. that'll do so me. happy we mentioned it twice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, next week, as we've alluded to here, we'll have information uh, news for the Women's FA Cup draw. We'll have a preview of the National League season as made that start. And we'll have all the coverage of all the games uh, in, that involve Berkshire clubs happening this weekend. So until then, uh, say goodbye, Tom. Bye. Say goodbye, Abby. See ya. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. 
Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Berks County Football Club. The Swords are now ground sharing for the 2020-21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Berks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com. <laughs>